Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I watch every game every week. I love drafting, trading, scouting, and managing all of my teams 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. Today's our weekly stock report. Uh, a little later than normal this week. We just had a busy week with my real job. Uh, but I had some time this morning to sit down and look through all my rankings and move some players up, some players down. And so I wanted to tell you some of the players that I found rising um, in their stock, their value, my rankings, and those that are dropping in my rankings. Um, I hope that you're still in your playoffs. Good luck to you this week. Hopefully you didn't have a really bad start uh, on the Thursday night game. That sure was fun. I know me and my eight leagues I'm in the semifinals in five. I wish it was six. One of my teams deserved to lose. Two of my teams deserved to lose last week. But one really deserved to win, but I got Amari Coopered. So uh, heart goes out to all of us who had to play against Cooper and his crazy comeback, particularly if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. So I'm rooting in the interest of my own team, but dying inside at my long-standing, uh, it's my longest-standing league that I lost there. That's the one that's actually called our Freak League with all my college buddies. It's been... Uh, fun, fun league of 20-something years together. But hope you're still alive like I am in five. And uh, the, either way, stay in stay in touch this whole um, offseason as, as you just continue to grow as a dynasty owner. you got to stay involved year-round. And so hope you will do that. And I hope to provide some, some help and some content in the offseason as well. But let's talk uh, real briefly about some players that are rising and falling. Uh, here's some players that are rising in stock value uh, that rose up my ranks this week. Uh, the quarterback position would be Dak Pres- Prescott. Um, I moved him up to my quarterback number 13. Um, it was that Dak was like a top 10 ranked dynasty quarterback, you know, through his rookie year and going into his second year. Like everyone loved him. He, everyone had him in his top 10 in their rankings. Uh, but then it quickly, his stock quickly fell uh, through the midway point of last season, all the way through about the midway point of this season. Um, he just didn't have any good weapons. Uh, he wasn't running the ball like he did his first year. And uh, he just became like really inaccurate overall. And so he moved down, you know, into around like the 20-ish range for most people and was uh, certainly for me. Um, but it seems like now everything's changed. Uh, we have enough evidence now to think that things have changed since they got a, a Mari Cooper. Um, he's opened up the offense and Dak is playing like he did his rookie year, which has been awesome. Um, plus one of the things that I think is pretty significant is their commitment to throw the ball to Zeke Elliott. They're giving him the ball so much more. Uh, now he's had his, now he's got two great weapons that are just going to rack up the yards for him. Um, so I think Dak is, is quickly moving up to being back in that top 10 conversation. I have him at number 13. I'm going to list two guys here that I have the stock rising uh, for Lamar Jackson from Baltimore and Josh Allen from Buffalo. I put them together. I moved them up to be my quarterback number 18 and 19. Uh, largely because they have the cheat code, right? Uh, for the time being, they sure know how to uh, rack up points with their legs, and we all know that that can win some fantasy games. Um, it's the kind of thing that I don't think can last, but it's certainly buying them time to adjust to the NFL, and they've been handed the starting roles on their team, so I like that they're going to get this experience. Um, I'd like to see them improve as pure passers before really moving them up much higher than this, but for the time being, you have to say, hey, running running yards uh, earn quarterbacks points as well. 
Um, I do kind of think that Lamar Jackson is going to be the type of body type that's going to get hurt if he continues to do like that. Uh, Josh Allen, on the other hand, he's he's big enough that I think he can handle some of the heat. So those are some quarterbacks that are rising. Uh, running backs, I have three that I saw were rising in my uh, stock this week. One is Spencer Ware from Kansas City. I moved him up to my quarterback or running back number uh, 25. Um, he's now the starting running back in Kansas City. Well, well, when he's healthy. And to me, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough to move you up the ranks considerably. Um, I've always liked his ability too, so it's not just what you know that he's starting there now. Um, I remember uh, two seasons ago that I loved him so much that I traded for him uh, to to have him because I thought you know just being the starting running back for the for the Chiefs that year he was going to be doing great, and that of course is the year that they then draft Kareem Hunt, and then Ware kind of takes a back seat. Thankfully, in that league, I actually was able to draft Hunt in the rookie draft. Um, I thought that back then he would be like a top 15 back uh, for Kansas City. And the offense has just gotten better since then. And so there's no reason to believe that he can't do that again. Of course, he's a couple years older than the hope that we had for him a few years ago before Kareem Hunt took his place. Um, but the offense is better with Mahomes. And I think that he's going to be a top 25 uh, dynasty RB. I do suspect that Kansas City might make some sort of a roster move this offseason for a running back, whether for depth or finding someone in free agency or in the draft. And so that scares me a little bit. But for now, um, I've got him up to number 25. Other one that you had to move up this week, I moved up Derek Henry from Tennessee. I moved him up to my running back number 35. you got to ask the question, like, did the Titans finally figure out what they have in Henry? <laughs> well, I kind of doubt it. Um, but I did have to move him up after such a great you know, performance last week. Um, I'd try to sell high on him if you could, um, especially if he can put together one or two more weeks like that. If you remember, he did this at the end of last season, too, where he just went ballistic the last couple games of the season and in the playoff game. Um, so that was when I started trying to sell him, but I was unable to sell him all year during the offseason and, and leading up to the, the season. No one in my league would, that I have him would buy him from me. Um, I, I think there's something to him being like he's definitely one of the biggest and, and hardest to tackle backs in the league. I wonder if sometimes there's some truth to the fact that teams that have given up just don't put in the effort because they don't want to get run over by him or, or take the beating that it takes you know, to uh, tackle him play after play. Um, but that said, uh, last year he did it in the playoffs, so he's shown that he can do it against teams that are really um, trying to win games as well. Um, still, I moved him up to 35 just because I felt like I had to, but he's the type of person I'd be trying to sell. And the third running back that I had moving up in my ranks is uh, Damian Williams from Kansas City. Um, I moved him up to running back number 52, so not that high. Uh, I really only just did this because now he's the backup at Kansas City. Or in, in the case of this Thursday, he was the starter and played great since Ware was injured. Um, he looked great in spurts, if you remember watching him uh, when he played for Miami, that there were weeks where he would do really well and kind of was at the back end of some of our rosters, maybe even was a starter at various points. Um, so he, he's been a starter in our leagues before, and so we would think that he could maybe do that again. And if he kind of takes advantage of this role at the end of the season, then he could really be sharing the backfield with Spencer Ware. I definitely think Spencer Ware is the much more complete back and would uh, trust him more uh, full, full-time, full but I think that they'll share the backfield next year. That is, of course, unless they bring in a free agent or a rookie. As for receivers, I have two receivers moving up the ranks. Uh, both had complete breakout games that probably destroyed and or won our fantasy uh, leagues. Um, last week, Amari Cooper. So Amari Cooper from Dallas, I moved him back up to uh, wide receiver number 14. Um, sorry if you, like me, were one of those who, who lost to, because of him last week. Look, we all know what the story is on this guy. He's, he's been a guy that needs a lot of targets to have breakout games, and it just feels like Dallas is finally committed to do that. 
that they're getting him crazy amount of targets and they're motivated to do so of course because they want to prove that he was worth a first round pick that they gave up to get him um, he was always thought to be the highest you know ranked receiver coming out that year and we've all just been frustrated with him when we've owned him because he's been so up and down but it seems like Dallas is really committed uh, to get him the targets that he needs to become another elite wide receiver. Like we knew he had the talent, uh, particularly his route running ability. We knew that he could be this good. And so um, he's back in our good graces as, as climbing back up the ranks all the way to 14. Second guy that I moved up uh, this week is Mike Williams from the LA Chargers. I moved him up to wide receiver number 35. So if Cooper cost you the game last week, it could be that Mike Williams, of all people, could well be the guy that cost you the game this week. Um, If indeed he was started, I'm sure he was on the bench in a lot of our leagues. Um, But this is the deal, though. The game that we saw on Thursday was exactly what we thought we could see from him when we drafted him as one of our top rookies two years ago. Um, I hope that it's really a sign of things to come. He's he's the perfect red zone target with his, his great hands and enormous size. Um, maybe it just took him two years to kind of settle into that. Uh, definitely took Keenan Allen getting hurt to, to increase his targets in that game, so I do worry about that. I still think Keenan Allen is by far the best wide receiver um, in L.A., so I do believe that for sure. He's always going to get more targets and, and more attention uh, from Phillip Rivers than Williams will. But the thing that Allen struggles with is the red zone. Uh, he's ne- not, never been a very good red zone uh, receiver for whatever reason. And so I could see this start to become what Williams' role is uh, for the team. We all kind of saw the, pre- the preseason reports, and there were a couple splashes early in the year where it looked like he was really moving up. Maybe this was his breakout game uh, worth moving up to number 35. So that's the good news. Here's some of the bad news. Here's some of the guys where I have stock falling. Uh, stock falling at quarterback, I have Josh Rosen from Arizona. I moved him uh, down to my uh, quarterback number 20. Um, And so on this one, I have to admit being wrong. Um, I had Rosen as my highest ranked rookie quarterback last year. I've stood by that and I've stood by that. Um, But now I kind of face the fact. And when I moved Jackson and Allen up to 18 and 19, Rosen down to 20, then uh, that's me admitting that I was wrong. Um, He's had more opportunities than all of the rookie quarterbacks. Um, Had more snaps than all of them. But... He's just not played as well as, as any of them, so I had to move him down. Uh, running backs I have moving down. One is Sony Michelle from New England. I moved him down to my running back number 19. He's getting all the opportunities, but he's just not making uh, the most of them. Uh, he's caught. He's also caught in the middle of a diverse backfield and a coach, of course, Coach Bilicek, who just hates our fantasy teams, giving touchdowns to guys like Devlin and Bolden and whoever else keeps scoring for them. Um and to tell you the truth, like that's a real factor for me with New England. There's always a touchdown vulture on New England's team, it feels like. And to be real honest, I rarely roster Patriot wide receivers and running backs because of this. It, it really is a major factor for me. Someone was trying to offer me Josh Gordon several times this year, and I just told the guy, the other owner, I was like, look, I do my best to just avoid all the running backs and wide receivers at New England. I like Tom Brady. I like Gronkowski. But everybody else, you never know who's going to go off from week to week, and it's very frustrating to own one of their running backs or receivers. So I moved Michelle down to number 19. Next guy that I moved down is uh, Marlon Mack from Indianapolis. I moved him down to my running back number 26. I just don't like the way that they're distributing the touches in Indianapolis. The last two weeks, Hine has had more of the workload. Um, Mack strikes me as a guy who needs uh, space to and to hit holes and look good. Like He just seems like 
He either explodes through a hole and looks really good, or he gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage. He's not the type of back that seems to know how to get the two or three yards when there's nothing there. Like, you need a back that can just get two or three yards when there's nothing there, make something of their own. He seems to always just need there to be a hole uh, to look good at all. I also have a little bit of lingering fear that Indianapolis may be in the Le'Veon Bell market this offseason. And so even though they drafted two running backs, that means they kind of already showed what they thought about Max since he'd already been there for a year. They got two more rookie running backs, but I'm not convinced that they're going to keep uh, trying to add someone else to their mix there. So from a dynasty perspective, um, Marlon Max falling a little bit. I have one receiver that's falling, uh, Doug Baldwin from Seattle. I moved him down to my wide receiver 33. Uh, this has been an awful year for Baldwin, right? His injuries and, and the Seahawks' commitment to the running game have really diminished his value. Um, looked at, again, just to be reminded of his age and to know that he's 30 years old now. Um, so I assume that we've seen the best of Baldwin, like we've already had the best that we're ever going to have from him. He's not going to be an ascending player anymore, um, which is why in, in the one league where I had him, I sold him this year. Um, I moved him down to number 33. Finally, a uh, tight end that I have moving down the ranks is Trey Burton uh, from Minnesota, from uh, Chicago. He uh, has just looked horrible <laughs> the last few weeks. Um, I moved him down to tight end number 16. Uh, this one's super disappointing because he was supposed to be the next Travis Kelsey in Nagy's offense, right? We were told that they picked him up in free agency just for that role, like that was what he was going to be. We saw glimpses of it, little flashes of it, and particularly in, the, I think, the third preseason game, it was like, oh, man, he's going to be a target monster. But the fact is, he's just not being used. It's it's crazy. None of us thought this would happen. He scored a total of seven points in the last three weeks combined. That's ridiculous. You can't you can't play this guy, and he's got to move down uh, our rankings. So that's it for this week. Those are some guys that I have rising and falling. Hopefully, you are able to acquire some or sell some if you happen to agree with me. If you don't, I'd love to hear about it too. I'd love for you to make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at DynastyFreaks.com. That's it for this week. That's a wrap. Until next time, go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin. 